Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am one of your hosts, Honey Bee. How are you doing today, Honey Bee? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Precious D? I am tragically disappointed today. No! Why? <laughs> tell, tell us. Tell us everything. Are you familiar with Funko Pop figures? Yes. I don't have a large collection. I have a few of things that I care about. I know there's some people, they just get everything. I'm sure somewhere there is a person or more than one person who have every single thing they've ever put out. (laughs) Back in January, I pre-ordered a Superman Action Comics Pop comic cover figure that was supposed to ship in May. Wow. It comes in a display case with a reproduction of the cover of action comics number one at the back and the little figure is wearing that particular costume because superman's costume is varied slightly over the years so he's wearing that costume pre-ordered it in january to be shipped in may and when i say january and may i mean january and may of 2021 oh ouch (laughs) And every now and then, I don't want to say who I ordered it from, every now and then I would get a email acknowledging my outstanding order just to let me know that they are aware that the order is still outstanding, not asking me to do anything about it. Just, tell just like, them. hey, we haven't forgotten about you. Yeah. We know. We're trying. I don't know if this was some, you know, COVID supply chain thing, but I get an email last week saying that it has shipped. Ooh. It came in today. And it's broken. No. Yep. What do you mean broken? The display case that it comes in that I believe it's not meant to be removed from. It, it, it's not It's not supposed to come out of this plastic box that you display it in that has the, you know, the comic book in the back. The side of it is not just cracked, but like a piece of it broken out. There's a big dent in the side of the shipping box, a cut Uh. inside of the interior box, and then you can see through that box that the actual plastic display case is freaking broken. Oh, man. So I waited well over a year for this damn thing, and it's broken. Now, there's a thing right in the box about their return policy. (laughs) So I'm going to return it, hopefully to get replaced. Hopefully it's not sold out. Tune in next year Yes. to see if Precious D gets his, what is it again? It was a long list of... A Superman action, action comics pop comic cover figure. <laughs> that. It appears they're putting out a whole series of these figures with the cover that they of their first issue that they appeared in, dressed in that outfit from that cover. There's a Batman one and a Moon Knight one. I just saw a whole bunch of them listed when I was looking this up recently. Yeah, I was t- before it got here, I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and he was like, uh, oh, I just ordered mine off of Amazon. Be here in a couple <laughs> days. I'm like, you bastard. <laughs> and I'm going to have words. So I will not Wrong. out the name of the company Wrongly until I see. Words. Yes. 
strongly worded email. Uh, I won't out the name of the company until I see how they deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, I don't think you should out the name of the company because none of us want to shop somewhere where it's going to take a year for us to get the product. So, Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't think anybody else got it sooner. I'm not certain. Except for your buddy who got it on Amazon. Well, but he ordered it after mine had already shipped. So I'm saying all the, you know, the Amazon may have just gotten their shipment. I see. It may have been delayed worldwide. I'm not sure. <laughs> because of all the supply, pandemic and supply chain stuff, something right. that was, it may not just be this company being so slow. It may not have shipped to anybody anywhere until just recently. Anyway. Damn. That's damn, damn, my, damn. Yep. Yep. First world problems. But today, we're talking about, eh, my useless piece of crap is broken. Eh. Uh, today, we're discussing the movie Ibira, Horror of the Deep, also known as Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster, also known as Gojira, Ibira, Mosura, Nankai no Daiketo, which means Godzilla, Ebera, Mothra, big duel in the South Sea. South Sea. <laughs> I don't think we have discussed the raw ending before. Uh, uh, apparently, the, raw? Yeah, the 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 suffix "ra" in in oh gotcha Japanese. They use because a lot of these monsters' names end in "ra." Gojira, mm -hmm. Ebera, Ebera, um, Masara, Masara. Um, what's his name? Three-headed guy. Oh, oh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, yeah. So and the, then, and then the, we also had Litora. Litora. They use that the same way that we have come to use Zilla or Illa. Illa, Illa. Bri Godzilla, Bridezilla. Mm -hmm. And I bring it up because uh, Ibi comes from the Japanese word for shrimp. <laughs> the name of this monster is basically Shrimpzilla. Godzilla versus Shrimpzilla would be an approximation of the translation. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a giant sort of lobstery, crabby, crawfishy, shrimpy kind of crustacean monster in this mm -hmm. movie. A sea monster, if you will. The claw. <laughs> it's from 1966. It is in color, 87 minutes. The director is Jun Fukada. Not Shiro Honda. Yeah, but we are back in Toho, which yes. love you, Gams, but I just kind of prefer this <laughs> over the other place. Sorry, I just do. Yeah. Oh, and the music is by Masaru Sato, so it is not by Ifukubi either. So I think at this point, Honda was no longer under contract and was just being hired on a movie-by-movie -movie basis. Well, I will say the the music in this is really good. It's really weird, but it's good. And the opening music reminded me of like a Japanese carnival or maybe like a Japanese <laughs> circus. I don't know. I don't know if that's like real stuff, but it was that's what it was like the vibes <laughs> I was getting.
liked it. Good. I'm glad. I don't know what the budget is, but the box off was was uh, 330 million yen. Ibira is 50 meters or 164 feet, and Godzilla is about that size. And we have a death count of 186. Oh. <clears throat> that, that is including various, various escaped slaves and uh, bad guys, a whole bunch of bad guys. All the bad guys. And Ibira. And uh, Okonaduro. Godzilla burned him and knocked him into the sea. I don't remember that. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? The, the, I thought it was, I was like, is this Litora? Litora? Because it was like just this random ass bird thing that we. That's, had... yes, that's who that is. Yeah, there's some buzzard, some <laughs> some random <laughs> uh, uh, rock, I think. Uh, ROC. It's a mythical bird. I don't know if it originates from Sinbad, but it's, yeah kind of thing yeah. you'd see in a Sinbad movie. It, it reminded me very much of a rock. But apparently it is Okonodoro. Okondoro. Okondoro. Oh, maybe it's meant... Maybe that's derived from condor. Maybe it's meant to be a giant condor. Oh. Anyway... I didn't give it a racism factor, but there was some brown face going on in this one, wasn't there? There was. Yes, there was some brown face, and uh, all of the brown face that was going on were slaves. Well, it wasn't presented as if that were a good thing to enslave. Well, no, but you don't have to present it as a good thing for it to be shitty or not shitty. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter how it's presented. (laughs) I'm saying there are movies that present it as if it were a good thing. Those movies get a 10 on the racist scale. Yeah. I think, though, our lead actress actually was darkened up. She was not. She was. Yeah, she was. Lighter skinned than everybody else. So, uh. Yeah, this one's a little, this one's a little weird. Any initial thoughts you have on this, or shall I jump straight in? Let's just get right into it because I uh, did I, okay. So when I looked this movie up, I, like I was about to watch it, and I go on to HBO Max, and I like find it, and I'm like, ah, like I see the crab, right? And I'm like, ah, cool, a giant crab, that's hilarious. But I didn't realize all of our friends were going to be in it. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. realize that we were having a whole reunion. So, uh, you know, uh, let's just get right into it. Okay. Ooh. After Yota is lost at sea, his brother Ryota steals a yacht. Wow, they just skipped over a whole bunch here. <laughs> yeah. We start off with uh, a woman consulting a fortune Psychic. teller of some kind. Yeah, a psychic they call which, it. Which which we know that you don't believe in psychics. That, no. But some of us do, okay? But in the world okay. of this movie, that stuff works. And? Um, I mean, in all of, yeah. you know, we the, the fairies, Mothra's fairies have psychic powers. So <laughs> Yota is, this woman's son, Yota, is lost at sea, and she's consulting the psychic, and the psychic tells her that he's alive. And so his brother, Ryota, is going to try to go find him. Yeah. Where does he go first? Marathon. Yeah, he goes some. He goes like to the newspapers. First, he goes to the officers, like to the police, and he's like, "My brother." Yeah. And the officers are like, "Get fucked." And so then he goes yeah. to reporters, and yeah. then the reporters are like, "Get fucked." So then he goes to a dance marathon. He sees a poster, and it's not exactly clear to us immediately why what this is about. But he sees a poster at the newspaper and runs off to this dance contest and when we say dance contest what we mean is a dance marathon it's amazing 
it's an it's endurance amazing. contest. They used to have these. I don't know if anyone does them anymore. I was going to ask, is this like a real life thing? Because yes. I love this idea. Yeah. So we're not judging like, the quality of the dancing. It's just an endurance no. contest. Just how long can you dance? They used to do these in the 50s. And I think they did them back even going back further, 20s and 30s. And I guess still into the 60s in Japan, at least. They were doing them. Uh-huh. What year is this movie? 66. 66. Now, usually I think you need to enter as partners, but that did not appear to be the case in this contest. And no. I don't Although see there were, why... It looked like men and women, they were both. Though. Yes, but it didn't look like they were paired up together. Mm-hmm. He seems to think that he can enter by himself and that he can enter after the contest has already been going on for hours for and hours. three days. Three yeah. days. You can't just come in three days in and join that's not fair yeah <laughs> that's not how this works but the reason he's gone is because the prize for winning the contest is a boat yeah yeah Ooh, fancy which he thinks he can then use to rescue his brother or go search for his brother but it's i don't think he's even allowed to enter the contest right no he's not the people who so there's these two guys who are like they finally kind of like fall out and they go up they see him or whatever and he's like can i still win and they're like no it's too late you can't it's already it's already it happened already (laughs) it's been three days you dumbass (laughs) (laughs) i can't just join the marathon in the last quarter mile and (laughs) and run ahead of everybody and say i won it's too late Uh, but he when they find out he's obsessed with the boat they're like oh we can show you where a boat is you want to see a yacht well we know where there's a yacht so he goes off with these two strangers who (laughs) surely are not going to murder him and take all his money and they go to the the marina where all the yachts are docked and climb on one these two guys give him the impression that it's that it's their their boat yeah but it's not they just wander on yeah, they, they just, just walk onto, onto a, a random ass yacht like, ooh, this one looks nice. Yeah, not realizing that <laughs> there's Occupado. somebody there. Yes. <laughs> he, the summary says he, he steals a yacht with his two friends and a bank robber. Because it does to... So the guy hiding out on the boat is, is apparently a bank robber. He wakes up and he's like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, sorry, we just want to look around. He's like, well, just... Stop making so much noise. Lay down and go to sleep. <laughs> he goes back. Yeah, to sleep. it was. This was so weird. It, it, okay, because right away when the guy, so they're say the, the guy says something like, um, "Wow, I wish I knew whose yacht this was." And then this bank robber fellow's like, "I'll show you." Click clack with his rifle, <laughs> and and then they go into this where he's like, you know, ah, just keep it down, la la la. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck? These people just like are breaking and entering onto this yacht. And this, the guy who owns it is just like, yeah, you can sleep here. I was yeah. so confused because you don't know right away that he's not the owner of the boat. Yes, you turns don't out realize he's also he, stealing the yacht. Yeah, he's laying he was low. stealing it first. Yeah, or he's at least hiding out on it. I don't know if he actually intends to steal it or just to lay low because he just robbed a bank. But well, when they wake up, when they wake up, they're at sea. Because uh, Ryota's gonna find his brother, damn it! So yeah, he's like, "Oh, this is this is a gift from God. I'm just gonna take everyone down with me." Yeah. <laughs> so they wake up and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck, dude!" And they run afoul of Ibera, or uh, Ibera, a giant lobster-like creature, and uh, wash ashore on 
Lechi Island. Mm-hmm. So the the monster comes out and attacks the boat, and does he wreck it's it? It's very yeah, like it's a claw, like it's just a claw that comes out, and it's very like if you're doing a hand puppet on the wall without the ears, just like a big claw, crab claw, nom 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 nom. And it's good because it's only in like the first, let's see, what twenty minutes that we see this claw. So we we get some good action really fast in this movie, which is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did not write down the exact time. I didn't take very good notes. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah, I got it. Uh, 15, 15 minutes The we see the claw. Yeah, 15 minutes, and then they get washed upon this island. And they're like, yay, we're saved. Oh, thank goodness, an island. And this is why I think the guy was robbing, was t- was stealing the yacht, because all of the money... And everything that he stole from the bank and all of that stuff kind of got washed away. And he was, there's a radio flip that comes on that the guys are listening to before the boat crashes. And it's like, we're looking for a bank robber. There was an American guy who had a boat and he had just stalked it and was about to sail across the seven seas. And now it's gone. And they're like, hey, are you the bank robber? And he's like, shut your fucking mouth. No, don't call me that. I'm not a bank robber. <laughs> Keep your head straight. And then when they all sink and all of his money and all that shit gets washed away, it's like, he, they're like, well, what did you have in these cases? And he's like, well, nothing I can have here because they're on a fucking yes. deserted island. Right. That could do me any good. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. This movie is nuts. He's it, not it's too bad. nutty. <laughs> so uh, they wash up on this island and they quickly spot some boat coming up that's spraying yellow liquid into the water. We find out later that this is an Ibira repellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, our summary that I got from Wikipedia, by the way, thank you, Wikipedia, uh, says they're the Red Bamboo, a terrorist organization, manufactures heavy water for selling weapons of mass destruction and a yellow liquid that keeps Ibira at bay, presumably controlling him. I never quite got that they were manufacturing heavy water. Me either. Did you get? I but they were making the slaves make the yellow yeah. liquid, and I did not. They call them a terrorist organization, but it was really unclear what exactly they were doing and what their plan was. But they did. Seem yeah, they to, just it, it just kind of seemed like bad guys, but with like no yeah. really reason. We're enslaving these people to make this yellow liquid to keep Ebero away, so we can hang out on this island and he'll keep everybody else away from it. But because why? Yeah. What is it we're doing? But they have, um, you know, snappy uniforms and everything. Um, uh, what, what's his name? Um, Akihiko Hirata. Commander Eyepatch. I was going to say, Akihiko Hirata <laughs> has an eye patch again. <laughs> like like he did back in the original Godzilla. We'd love to see uh, it. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I did not read out. I did not read out any of our cast. Akira Takarada is Yoshimura. Toru Watanabe is Ryota Kane. Toru Ibuki is Yata Kane. Chotaro Togen is Ichino. Hideo Sunazuka is Nita. Is that the girl? Not, no, I think it's one of, I don't know. <laughs> Kumi <laughs> Mizuno is Dayo. Pear oh. Bambi. Pear Bambi are the Shobijin, Mothra's fairies. It is not the peanuts this time. I know. You could tell. And it's, yeah, it's not going to be the peanuts again. They're done. 
I think we'll see Pear Bambi a few times. Well, I did enjoy them. Um, Jun Tazaki is a Red Bamboo Commander. Akahiko Harata is Red Bamboo Captain Ryui. Hideo Amamoto is Red Bamboo Captain Naval Officer. Uh, and then there's a few other people in bit parts. Haru Nakajima is Godzilla, and Hiroshi Sakita is Ebera. And every time they said red bamboo, I wanted to go the red bamboo, the red bamboo. You better never bother with the red bamboo. Hilarious. So there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dio is the native girl, yes. <laughs> In their efforts to avoid capture, Ryota and his friends, aided by Dayu, a native girl, come across Godzilla. So the girl, they're bringing a bunch of, the boat that's pulling up is bringing a bunch of fresh slaves. Mm -hmm. And the girl's with them, but she makes a break for it at one point and actually manages to get away. And at this point, I did not realize, I had no idea that there was like... Um, going to be Mothra in this movie. And for those of you that maybe don't know or are new or what have you, first of all, welcome. But second of all, that is my main bitch. Mothra is where it is. At. I was as soon, so as soon as I see her, I'm looking at her outfit and I'm thinking like, what is she wearing? <laughs> like, why is she wearing this? But it, I did not know yet that she was a part of the natives, which I should have. As soon as I saw her outfit, I should have known. But um, yeah, I love, it's just, it's weird what she's wearing. Like this like bralette and uh, pencil skirt. It's very um, sh- <laughs> like weird that she, because it's hard to move around and stuff. But I loved it. I loved it so much. And I was so excited when she said where she was from the island what is the island called infant island infant infant island yeah when she was when she said she was from infant island i was like oh holy shit it's happening mothra's in this movie (laughs) yeah but i was really um confused about Uh, her outfit until i I realized she was (laughs) yeah i think it was meant to be sort of uh you know South Sea Island sarong thing, but yeah, the skirt was maybe a little too tight to be practical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, dang, this poor woman having to run in this fucking pencil skirt and this bralette. Thank Jesus. It's got a little it's got a little slit up the side, I think. I'm trying to look at pictures of it now. Well, you wear a pencil skirt, uh, <laughs> even with a slit up the slide, so, slide. Oh, and one of the guy when they first get there, one of the guys finds a sword, a very sign a very shiny machete. He finds a very shiny sword that he carries around through most of the movie, and it ends up being uh, helpful later. I want to point out here that the original idea for this movie was to be a King Kong movie. Oh. And Rankin and Bass was somehow going to be involved, and they didn't want to do it. We're going to get to them soon, because they're involved in the King Kong show, and King Kong escapes. They do some teaming up with Toho, but they just retooled it as a Godzilla movie instead of a King Kong movie. Weird. Well, I got to say, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But I think that might have something to do with why it's taking place all on an island, because King Kong hangs out on islands. 
and the electricity that comes in later may have to do with originally have to do with how king kong reacted to electricity in king kong versus godzilla so i i, I think that's all just remnants of it being originally a different movie oh uh, that happens a lot it seems like yeah that happened the frankenstein movie was a, a king kong thing that got retooled multiple times through different passed through several different hands uh no no it wasn't the frankenstein movie. it was king kong king kong versus godzilla was supposed to be king kong versus frankenstein and then it got passed through various hands till it became king kong versus godzilla but then we had this other frankenstein Ugh, it's also weird uh anyway uh they come across godzilla who previously fought Ghidorah and is now sleeping within a cliffside cavern the group devises a plan to defeat the red bamboo and escape the island in the process they awaken godzilla using a makeshift lightning rod and that's where the sword comes in they use the basically they get yeah. oh they there's also skipping some stuff though they break in to the headquarters trying to i don't can't remember what they were trying to do exactly but they break into the bad guy's place and poke around trying to escape does one of them get captured and the other's rescued so he he doesn't actually get captured but he gets like stuck on this weird balloon question mark oh yes, i don't know what this balloon. thing is I, I i'm confused about this thing i don't understand what is it i think the bad guys had some kind of observation balloons i don't know if they were weather balloons or spy balloons yeah but they break in there for some reason though and while they're in there dio sees a coil of wire that she thinks is pretty and just puts it around her that, neck as a necklace well that's that's why they're in there. They're there to get the wire because they decide that in order to wake up Godzilla, they need to use lightning and they have to conduct this lightning. Right. But I don't think they went in there for that purpose. It's been right. a few weeks since I watched this movie because when they, because they come up with the lightning idea later and they say, Oh, I'm going to have to borrow your necklace. But she just seems to grab the necklace on their way out. Just because yeah, she saw it. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, hey, we're not shopping. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Right. But when but they they escape, but one of them gets caught up in, in the balloon. Mm -hmm. And it takes him to Infant Island, right? Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Yeah, Let me see what this yeah, it takes summary him says. to Infant Island. And then he's like, he's like, hey, I'm Dio's friend. And they're like, well, what happened? And he's like, she's fine. She's with all of my friends. And then they're they're like, Ibira won't go near this yellow liquid. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, it took a long time for us to get to this point, too. Like, there seems to be a yeah. lot of things that weren't really necessary. Um, but then we mm -hmm. get to, like, waking up right here where we get to Infant Island, where this guy gets dropped off by this balloon. Uh, we also, this is our first time seeing Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. I also, I love the new Mothra song in this movie. Yeah. Did you like it? Song. Did you like it? I still like the original one best. No, I like this one okay. because like all of the people, like every single person is singing this one instead of just the <laughs> the Twinkies. What are they called? Not right. the Twinkies. The, the, what are they? The, the, the fairies. fairies. The fairies. That's what... The Shobajin. The Shobajin. Yeah. So let's see, what is this? It says Godzilla fights Ibera, but 
the huge crustacean escapes. Godzilla is then attacked by a giant condor and a squadron of red bamboo fighter jets. Using his atomic ray, Godzilla destroys the jets and kills the giant bird. I'm also going to say here, too, that Ibera's monster-like sound, I'm going to give like a 6 out of 10, because it is real screechy and real (laughs) bird-like, and I was... it, it, it makes it less scary, you know what I mean? Because we're still yeah. in this phase where we're, like, in guys in suits. So it's kind of hard for that to be scary. But why Godzilla is still really scary in these movies is, especially this one, we really see him evolve in this one with, like, his grunts and growls. And the sounds mm-hmm. he makes are, like, super scary. And it really gives that, like, monstery feel. Whereas <laughs> um noise is, like, Oh, just not 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 great. It's not the greatest. <laughs> uh, it says the humans retrieve the missing Yata and free the enslaved natives as Godzilla begins to destroy the Red Bamboo's base of operations. But that is that's missing all the how they, they retrieved Yata by one of them, by his brother getting caught up in the balloon landing on the other island. Turns out his brother is still alive and has been on Infant Island this whole time. Mm hmm not kidnapped by the red bamboo as some of the infant islanders have been it's never made exactly clear how they kidnapped these infant islanders did they come to the island or were they uh, were the were they off the island doing some fishing or something and the, the bad guys grabbed them while they were off the island because it seems like if they came onto the island then mothra should have done something about that immediately yeah but she was asleep <laughs> she's asleep yeah she's sleeping like she does but why Why does it take these outsiders? Mothra's asleep on the job here. She should have already rescued her worshippers, I feel. Not not wait for the mainlanders to show up. Yeah. But then, don't they get in a little boat and go back to the other island? Yeah. Meanwhile, the other guys have been captured, and the one who was carrying the sword around the whole time, he doesn't have any more, but he figures out what's going on with the yellow liquid, and tells the other slaves hey we should leave out this key ingredient and it won't be an ebera repellent anymore and that will yeah. split their plans it's like a fake the fake yeah there was a, a thing too i sorry i'm looking at my notes here there was a thing a, a thing in the monster fight where we have another godzilla dancing moment in this film <laughs> where he kind of like he's like I don't think he's supposed to be dancing, but it's like plays this like really fun, bouncy music. And then like he's getting ready for like this monster fight and he's mm-hmm. very dancey and it's it's hilarious. It's it's I don't know if it's as good as his little like jig that he does in the other movie, mm-hmm. but it was like similar. He does this like it almost looks like he's doing like a like a WWE like suck it thing. But then he like throws uh-huh. his hands up in the air like we it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh godzilla starts uh, tearing shit up and uh, uh destroys the base smashing a tower that causes a... but when he smashes the tower this causes a countdown that will destroy the island in a nuclear explosion <laughs> godzilla fights ebera and defeats him ripping his claws off yeah <laughs> this is a real monster fright moment right here like fucking kill <laughs> and uh, forcing him to retreat into the sea. 
The natives await for Mothra to carry them off in a large net. Yeah, they did a whole thing saying, we got to build a net. Tell everybody to build a net. When you get back to the island, tell them to build it. Yeah, the fairies tell them, when you get back to the other island, tell them to make a big net. And then, but there's a whole thing with them trying the the main group trying to stop the countdown on the bomb, and they can't quite reach it because it's buried under rubble, and they can't push the thing. Speaking of can't reach it buried under rubble, everyone, <laughs> I want you to put your arm down to the ground, like put your fingers, like you're pointing your fingertips to the ground, and then point them, like flex your fingers up as far as they'll go. That's like they can't reach it. If they would just put their fingers, point their fingers down to the ground, <laughs> they could reach it. But they put their hands, their fingers are up, and they're like, oh, I can't, I can't. I'm like, put your fingers down. It's right there. You ju-. Two different people do this. Two different people do this. But anyways, while all of this is going on, the monsters are fighting. And we get to see something really cool in this movie, which is the um, the underwater stuff. Uh-huh. All the underwater stuff. It's like super cool. How is this effect done? Do they are they like really underwater? I, I am not sure. Uh yeah. I think so. It looks great. Soho had this giant tank that they used for all of these movies. Mm-hmm. That apparently was just filthy and gross. But I <laughs> think they just Yeah, if they just stuck the camera underwater, that means the actors in the suits are having to hold their breath or are yeah. have a, have a tank attached or something. I don't know. I'd have to look at it again. Cause I wasn't thinking about that. Cause it is possible. They just filmed it on, you know, above water and put an effect over top of it to make it look. Yeah. Like yeah. Water. Totally. It doesn't look like that. It looks great. But I think they might've just been actually underwater. Fighting underwater. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Anyways. Yeah. He rips them apart. And uh, and then Mothra, she starts flying. There's like fairy dust music because she's a fucking goddess. Sorry. <laughs> so Mothra fights Godzilla because uh, because of their previous confrontation. It says here, uh, Mothra manages to repel Godzilla and save her people and the human heroes. She picks them, picks up the net and carries everybody away. Godzilla also escapes just before the bomb detonates and destroys the island. That's right. This Japanese movie has the nuclear weapon go off and destroy an entire island. Well, something that I really loved about that was that everyone, like all the people in the net as they were flying off and Mothra like bitch slapped Godzilla on the way out everyone's like oh, come on like leave the island like you can do it run like they still want him to be okay and they still want Godzilla because they know that he didn't mean them any harm and that he really did save them and I'm like fuck yeah we're starting to like God- look at like Godzilla's not all bad he's not all destruction he's helped us a few times he's got us through a few things we like keep fucking him over anyway but then at the end of this movie people were like you can do it. Like, it seemed like they really cared about him and like, yay, he's alive. He survived, even though he tried to cook yes, while to... everyone was in the net. <laughs> well, it's so weird that because their plan, when you look at it, there's like, oh, there's terrorists on this island. Let's wake up Godzilla. Surely that is a good idea that will not go horribly, horribly wrong. Godzilla will surely only kill bad guys. And not go on a rampage and destroy a city or something. 
So, yes, they're very uh, grateful for his help and want him to get away from the island before it explodes. Yay. I really <laughs> like that. He does. Yeah, he does. And they all see him and they're like, he did it. He's free. Until we need you again. Go sleep somewhere else until we can wake you up and bother you with our other shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Something else, there was something else in this movie that I really liked that we hadn't seen before. It was a moment when Godzilla was looking at the, I I guess it had to have been the girl. Yeah, it had to have been. So it's like, she's like on like the ledge or something and Godzilla looks at her. And then it shows us this camera angle where it's the us, like the camera, looking at him directly. He's like bending down to look at her. And it's like just his face. And we're kind of looking up at his face, like bending down and looking at us. It looked really good. It looked really, really good. It, it was a new thing that we haven't seen. Also in this movie, I think I might have already said this, but he, they added some like grunts and groans that he hasn't previously done. Usually it's just like his uh -huh. roar and maybe a few other things. But throughout this movie, when he's kind of walking around, he's like doing this sort of growl and it just sounds so good. It makes him so scary. And it's really cool to see the evolution of him, like going from the first Godzilla to then like changing suits to like changing camera angles and changing. And even in this movie to his tail the way his tail moved, we haven't previously seen in another movie um, where we see his tail move while we're looking at his entire body. Usually in the past movies when we see his tail move or he's using his tail, that's all we see is just the tail. And of course, that's because, you know, it's a costume and that's just like how the effect works. But this one, we actually, I don't know if they've tied a string to the end of his tail, but they're like, his tail moves while he's like walking we kind of see it you know in that way and so there's a lot of cool things that we see in godzilla in this film that we haven't seen yet and it feels really neat to see like where he is now and who he is now compared to like the first godzilla movie when it was like yeah super cool <laughs> what nothing i was just laughing i was tickled oh. by your enthusiasm <laughs> oh okay so hun <laughs> Honeybee, what are you going to rate this movie? I would say there wasn't enough Mothra in this movie. Like, I was happy that she was there, but it was, like, not a lot. So I'm going to say, like, maybe a 3.5, 4, maybe. That's being, like, pretty okay. generous. Uh, I think I'll I think I'll give it a 3. Um, it was weird, but it was fun. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I think this might be one of the generally less well-regarded ones, but you know, I don't. We don't care what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I mean, care I like else it. thinks. I really liked it. I did. I, I I was really excited because I was shocked. I was surprised. I was just like, oh god, like a giant crab. Ha ha ha! ha. Like, how are we gonna make this scary? Like, I I can't wait. You know, like, how are we gonna like make this monster? And then it was like, oh shit! Like. Godzilla and then it was like oh shit like Mothra and so I was really excited I was so into it as soon as like that was happening I knew I took way too many notes I and I knew I needed to stop taking notes because I know that that's not how we're doing things anymore where it's like a note on every <laughs> single thing but I just like 
I love I love Mothra. I love the story of her. She also looks uh, amazing in this movie and huge. We got to really see like how big she looks in this movie too, which was really awesome. Yeah. So I, I did like it. I was excited about it. I guess I am going to give it like a four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you change it to a four. I don't know. You take all the notes you want. Uh, all right. Okay. Let's call it a four from you and a three from me. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, cool. Sounds good. I think last week I indicated that our movie after this was The X from Outer Space. Yeah. But it should be War of the Gargantuas. Yeah, you're right. It should be. Which which movie did you watch? I watched The War of the Gargantuas, but I I okay. forgot I forgot no, about X from Outer Space. And now that you said that I'm totally remembering. Yeah, I just looked at the Google Calendar. I totally forgot that you said that we were going no, to do no, that one. No, I just, I just, no, but I misspoke last week. So. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. War of, the, War of the Gargantuas is the next one on the list. So that is what we will do next week. And next, uh, and that movie will be, it's also on HBO Max. Is it? I couldn't find it. I watched it on, I had to watch it on Tubi. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's on oh. HBO Max because I was very annoyed that it was on there, but Frankenstein Conquers the World is not. Well, yeah, that's But it is uh, also on Tubi if you don't have HBO. So, yeah, for free. Uh, <laughs> free with ads. So we will discuss that one next week. If you enjoy the show, please tell all your friends and post links on your socials and stuff and Give us a like and a subscribe and a rating on the iTunes. You can find all of our stuff online. Anchor.fm slash MMFTG has links to most of our stuff. MMFTG.bio.link also has the links to all of that stuff. So help us spread the word, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, until then, remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please do not misuse science. We will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Woo! You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mmftg.